0: And welcome out there, all of you intentional spirits. Well, uh, what a great day here in uh, Florida itself on this amazing Wednesday that we have, that we are joined together with all of you intentional people. We are indeed blessed and we are doubly blessed that we have the wonderful Robert Clancy on our show today. He is Uh, Noted as our most favorite guest. I don't even know, I haven't told him that yet, so he's hearing that for the first time. But he's the one that all of our guests always ask to come back. I just want to highlight a couple of things um, before we get really into the throes and into the depth of his new book, Soul Ciphers. I want to say, uh, all of you that are listening in, that we really appreciate your love, your energy, and your prayer work right now. We continue to pray for all of our friends and extended connections in um, all of the surrounding Houston areas, in Rockport, in Christie and all of those areas. We, we are with you. If not physically, we're with you in our love vibe. We're with you in our consciousness, and all of us will continue to look for ways in which we can support you. And uh, with all of the light workers gathering today and um, great people such as Robert, and we have Elizabeth from Norway and people from all over the world, I would invite you to pray for our, all of our brothers and sisters and animals and everybody in our United States of America islands and all of the people, as well as hold us in your prayers here in Florida. So I just wanted to clear all that because because we're live, we deal with things while we are living like right here and right now. So let's just hold all that in our consciousness, the greatest well-being and knowing there is no spot where God is not and on the collective uh, that we continue to move this uh, Irma who seems to have a bit of an attitude. Um, Irma needs to read your book, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, Hurricane Irma has had a little bit of an attitude, and, um, and we're going to move her to the east a bit more uh, and send her back to the, to, the, to the place of the ocean where she belongs. So here we are, God bless us, and we are intentional, and that's why every week we offer these incredible insights and tools so that we can continue to expand ourselves, explore ideas, um, avenues in which support us in uh, being difference makers. And I know, Robert, that's your passion. That's a reason that often you are up in the middle of the night thinking about, how can my message make a difference? Well, you have your new book, and here we go. You're going to tell us all about it today. Robert Clancy, you I love.
2: (laughs) Well, thank you so much for having me on. I am truly honored to be one of your favorite guests. I had no idea all that beautiful energy was coming into me, but it is so, um, just a blessing to be back on your show again.
0: Well, it's a pleasure to have you. Um, One of the favorite statements that everybody loved uh, when they were adding comments, and I urge all of you listening on Facebook Live to please ask your questions and add comments. Our staff, we're all standing by. We love to hear them. We love to take care of them. And Robert is the kind of guy that he will go on later and read your comments and do some responding as well. That being said, um, one of the favorites uh, that we've heard uh, over the last couple of years is the one that says, I would thank you from the bottom of my heart, but with my heart there is no bottom. That's like over the top. I love that. You cannot outgive love ever, 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 ever. Thank you for that, Robert.
2: <laughs> yes, I can only say that I can thank you with all of my heart, which is a whole lot.
0: <laughs> a whole lot, a whole lot. Which that well never runs dry, and it it never uh, can uh, give out. That that's for sure. Well, from the get go, soul ciphers. So how uh, I know that in the brief moment that that we spoke before we went live on the show, um, we had talked about the fact that this has been a nudge for you for uh, three, four or five years. Uh, tell me, what is the story behind the story of, of the book?
2: <laughs> well, uh, my first book book came out, believe it or not, my Facebook page only had 111 fans on it. (laughs) (laughs) Now, now it's over 620 plus thousand. So out of all of that, you know, when when people read my first book, they they read like this this story, the the inspirational story of me and how I, I went through forgiveness, for instance. And then they came back to me and said, yeah, I read your book. I'm so inspired. Oh, my God, I cried. And then I saw how you transcended forgiveness. How do I do that? And I was like, oh, my God, they didn't make the leap. (laughs) So I added in this book, it's similar to the first one, but just up the ante on everything. And I added these decodes at the end of each chapter, which are simple life-changing practices you can do in your daily life. Because so many people ask me, how do you stay happy? How do you do this?
0: And I'm going to ask you the same thing. (laughs) Well,
2: uh, yeah, that's a great question.
0: For the most part, in the fact that you wear a human suit, are you more often than not this happy?
2: (laughs) Yes, and since I had my divine experience at age 19, I don't think I've stopped smiling since then. And, you know, my experience is written in this book, so this is the first time I'm really telling it. And even, believe it or not, back in 2012, I hadn't... um, told really that many people throughout my life in the last 30 years of what transpired or what happened to me and I kept it a secret even from my own family and I had this amazing experience um, at the lowest point of my life Uh, it was the first time I meditated and all you know in the short um, an angel manifested and I could see with my eyes open or closed I mean that's life transforming right there And, and this is something I held as a deep secret for 30 years Believe it or not, it's just I'm an analytical, scientific person. So, you know, having that and then being touched in the forehead by this angel and then the word started coming, you know, throughout my life since then. And that's what I've posted on my Facebook page. That's this book is filled with the knowledge that um, I feel was placed in my hands. And it's just been a blessing. And I, I never really felt worthy of this and that's the you know the amazing thing of, I guess, being human.
0: Well, I, um, I'm working with this idea. I love words, and I love to play with words, and um, I'm, I'm working with this whole idea. I was uh, recently uh, doing a three-part series with a good friend of mine, well, two friends, Philippe Matthews, on the Philippe Matthews television show, and our mutual beloved friend, T.J. Woodward who is a, a minister at representing the Agape Center and he's in San Francisco. but I, I was talking about how so many people spend their lives seeking permission, right? Seeking permission. Yeah. And there's an evolution that needs to happen with that individual so they can get on to true mission to the mission that they will really, they're on fire about, they speak about, they teach about, they represent, they live, they model, et cetera, et cetera. And I I love that idea, and I love that you're saying that very thing, is that in the early stages of your life, you are living in that per-mission realm. Am I enough? How could this be possible? I've gone from 111 uh, Facebook likes to, uh, by the way, that's the number that my angel sends me all the time is 111. But that's a different radio show at a different time. <laughs> but, yes. but that said, um, that you are our own mission and you have surrendered to that. Thank you for, for doing so. And it, it just felt like um, like a coming out of the closet kind of thing for you, like <laughs> because you are analytical and scientific – was it more that you were doubting yourself or that you were holding a space of what would others think about you? I want you to elaborate just because I know so many people hold back from their, their stories of enlightenment or their awakening moments.
2: Right, and it was more, you know, I, I just had to live with knowing. And that's the first thing that I said to myself after the experience. I looked at myself in the mirror and said, you're going to have to carry this. And no one is ever going to believe you. You're going to have to live the rest of your days. And, you know, they'll put you in a straitjacket if you do this. So I wanted to tell the whole world. I wanted to run out my front yard and, you know, yell it out. Um, And I just went back to sleep smiling and lived every day since then that way, knowing that, you know, uh, we're all held and that there is no fear, doubt, or worry unless you create it really it's there's and it was removed from me at that point so in answer to your question i didn't want to be judged per se and i i um i think that was part of the journey for me it was i was given that you're gonna this will come in time there'll be the right time for you to tell the world so just walk the path and i i followed my career and calling and now they're intertwined like dna and that's what you're talking about the the path we all have a path and it's like when you set your gps that's your life destination and you can get off track but just like a gps it will guide you back to the road and yeah you may take a, a longer journey you may go off the path you might be in different um you know uh situations that could take you far away from that but there's always that path that you can come back to
0: there's no doubt about it. In, in my book, How to Speak Unity, I talk about the GPS. It's an acronym for God Personalized System, and that's so uh, beautiful how you how you put that. That no matter what you are, that's your destiny. That's where you're headed, and that's that's where you're going. So in Soul Ciphers, you tell so much more and reveal so much more of yourself than you did. Um, previously in your in your other book and when you're talking about you know some of those concepts that really support us and help us and you're actually talk about uh, your subtitle is Dakota life of joy um, give us a little bit of insight and some teasers and those of you that are tuning in or listening to your mp3 please go on the internet and go to soulcyphers.com when you have a moment. So, Robert, what are, what are some of those aha moments, those epiphanies that you know that, for the most part, so many people can benefit from?
2: Yeah, in the first you know, chapter, I actually tell the story of what happened to me in, in detail, as much as I could recall, because I wanted it, A, to be documented, mm-hmm. and B, it's the story of the night that I told my dad about the angel in 2012 when my mother was going to pass away at 2:30, and I knew she what time she was going to pass and they were married for 64 years so I, I needed to have you know him have peace and know that there's there's more and definitively and when I told him he didn't say anything he just hugged me and he, you know he had a stroke so he was in a wheelchair the next morning after my mother passed, he just looked at me and her brother was standing there and he said, "Tell your uncle Dan about the angel." And some of the oh. decodes, you know, in there are, you know, the little wisdom the things that I do in my my daily life is when you're struggling, it's okay to ask for help. Mm-hmm. Most people and you know, we're trained. You're trained to give. Everyone is is sort of in that mode, but when you're in a position where you need to receive sometimes the blocker goes up and that's the best time to receive is when you need it so those are some of the decodes you know it's okay to ask for help discover your true path what you were talking about in the beginning you know your your true path is always tied to your passion and you need to complete the sentence my passion is and fill in the blank and I am what you are and whatever that is it becomes reality it becomes um, when you manifest things like that. So I always write, I actually write letters to my guardian angel, and I've told people to do that. I'm just like, write it down, because as soon as you bring it into reality, it becomes tangible. It becomes real to you. You've set the intention. So I I saw like uh, Sir Richard Branson, when he has goals, he writes them down with a pen because he has to see it physical from his own hand. And look mm. at the things that he's done in his life. So, yeah, there's there's science, there's um, psychology, and there's there's something else. There's divine spirit behind all of this. So you can grasp it. I'm a science person, so I'm constantly analyzing myself. Believe it or not.
0: Absolutely, and and we're glad that you are because then it's offering you, um, you know, greater insights. I mean, in my humble opinion, um, that is the reason you're a leader and that is the reason um, some of us are really more and more dedicated to that idea of leadership is that we ask a lot of questions and more often than not, it is daily. And I, I think that that's uh, one of the reasons that um, often with people there, the, the moods and the personalities are better balanced is because there's a check-in more frequently um, at least that's what I'm getting as you and I are talking. Um, I mean, I'm about asking those questions. You know, is does my work still reflect the highest ideals of me? You know, um, how can my uh, life, love, relationship be better? Am I playing full out with my friends and connect? You know, whatever, 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 whatever. But I, I guess I have found that that since I do that more frequently. I haven't needed major events or crisis to kind of be forced to sit down and figure that out. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I'm not saying people cause necessarily major events, but that used to be where my deeper work would come from was at a level of crisis, crisis management. Where more now, it's more from Christ consciousness management It's more from, from that perspective and that place. And I feel like that's what you're offering here with this book. Um, We're getting lots of comments. People are putting in the comment section uh, different quotes that you're saying um, as well, Robert. But it's soul ciphers. And and I'm bilingual, English and Southern, so thank you, all of you. (laughs) we will all put it in the comment section. I know. It's like, spell that. S-O-U-L-C-Y-P-H-E-R-S. S-O-U-L-C-Y-P-H-E-R-S.com. So. So there, there you go with that. You you hit a key word a while ago, and it was a it's a very strong word. It's a buzzword. It, it's a word that uh, people use uh, a lot, like authenticity, or or transparency, or whatever. Um, talk to me about your relationship with the word forgiveness.
2: Yeah, and. It is, and I actually have a chapter on that in this book, and I really explored that. And thank God I know Dr. Sean DePiron, who runs Project Forgive, and have actually been in some of her sessions and learned some incredible things there. What I My insight is forgiveness starts with yourself. Mm-hmm. It starts with your own person, because letting go of those things that no longer serve you and what you have guilty, you know, uh, what you have guilt for or what you're guilty about. Letting go of that. And then forgiveness is never about the other person. It's not condoning. And, I, you know, I really explored this. It's a hard thing for most people to overcome. But it's something that we're given to do. And when you can do that, you can rise above whatever that is. And, and you can, it's okay to let go of people who don't serve you and let them go in love instead of hatred. So there's this perspective on that. And it's hard. I can't say I'm perfect. That's what I strive to do. I can't say that I'm successful at it every time, but it starts there. And, you know, if you have somebody that you really need to, you know, you want that forgiveness. Dr. Sean DePiron um, from Project Forgive did this amazing exercise where she had somebody sit across from you, pretend to be that person, and you tell them what you wanted to hear. And people broke down crying when they heard this because they just needed to hear those words, I'm sorry.
0: That's so powerful. I just had um, a a thought of when when we are concerned about what other people think of us, we become what other people think of us.
2: Yeah. And that's that's key. And it's, um, you know, your perception of what you believe somebody thinks of you, too, may not be in alignment. And so many people, uh, you know, I've run into where and you probably had this situation. Why didn't that person call me back? Are they mad at me now? Is something going on? (laughs) You, You start playing these tapes in your head and it turns out. They were just busy, or they were trying to get something, or they had a life event that they couldn't get back to you. And I, I was talking to somebody the other day, and they were getting, getting upset because they're saying this is a longtime friend, and I, I think I've upset them. And I said, probably they're just overwhelmed with something. Give them time, and then reach out to them and see if they need help. And it turned out that they did. And they were, you know, just so you know, thrown off base on that because they thought that this person's angry at me. And it turned out that no, they were just, they were sending so much love and energy and they couldn't get to them because of other life events. So that's, that's the power of, um, you know, looking at things in a different perspective. And that's the key word for this book, perspective. It's about looking at things in a different way.
0: And there, there is so many ways, multidimensionally, to look at one particular situation,
2: isn't there? Yeah, that's the key. And when I look at, um, for instance, in the book I talk about when my mother was diagnosed with cancer. So, you know, at that time, she's going through this whole year, and I'd see it written on her face, the worry, the fear, the anguish of this diagnosis. And later, she was diagnosed with dementia, um, early form. And basically, it's it's almost like she had uh, short-term memory loss or like Alzheimer's, but it wasn't quite. And my sister got, you know, she had the same look on her face when that came up. She's going to forget who we are. She's not going to remember me. And we're going to be locked out of her life and all that. So she's wearing all that on her face. When it ended up happening, and this is the perspective part, my mother passed away happy she lived for several years after this diagnosis beat the odds on everything because she forgot she had cancer
0: oh wow that is, i love that that that's that's powerful
2: yeah and and she never forgot who we were and the other bonus thing that came with that was at the time she would remember stories from our childhood, and she'd tell them word for word. We'd have to listen to the same story probably a hundred times. But here's the silver <laughs> lining: the silver lining is I know every detail of my childhood and these amazing moments that she always carried with her in her heart because of the dementia. I mean, that's a gift.
0: And it is such a it's such a powerful um, story. Mm. I was meeting with um, some of our uh, ministers in training yesterday, and I was telling them this story that we had a uh, likened to like a a John of God kind of healer, like over-the-top healer, and um, he came in, and, you know, there was like record crowds, and people wanted to get to him and for him to do things with them. And because of a family that had talked to me a good bit before he came, uh, their young daughter had extreme autism. And so they wanted to make sure she would get to see him. And so I, if you will, pulled a favor. And um, so there she went in front of the room and, you know, was standing up there. And he, he says to her, you're, really, you're ready for a healing, young lady? And she said, I am, but I don't want you to take my autism away.
2: Exactly. And, you know, I look at the each each of us are wired a certain way. And when we're created and I really thought about all the different pieces that make up who you are, there is. And I, I've actually um, I was going to college for programming, which makes sense because I'm a logic person and I have a, got 100 on a logic exam. Um, ended up with a degree in psychology. Mm-hmm. And I know that that was for a purpose that I ended up there. And I got to study the model of personality and what makes us up, environmental factors, um, how how you're raised, different things that happen to you, your chemistry, your genetic makeup, all those things together. But we're made unique, and each of us are a piece of artwork. And that's the most beautiful thing about life, that you are created as one of god's art you know and and god doesn't make mistakes it just makes it more beautiful you look at the venus to milo it doesn't have arms or a head but it's a revered piece of art so when you're weathered with age or you get damaged or those things along the way in life know that you are still that beautiful piece of art and it never ends and we're not humans with souls we're souls surrounded in our humanity
0: Instead of humans with souls, we're souls surrounding our humanity. Now, that's opposed
2: to. Surrounded in, yes, we're surrounded Surrounded in humanity.
0: Humanity, humanity. yeah. We're getting a number of people going, I love this man. Well, I understand. (laughs) We're all in love with Robert Clancy, that's for sure. There's no doubt about it. I want to reiterate go to Soul ciphers. That's C-Y-P-H-E-R-S dot com. That's Here's the thing. His new book that we're all like uh, waiting and waiting to get, it will be out in a couple of weeks or so. And you can go online and pre-order it right now. If you do that, for the mere price of a book, you get all these other special prizes and all these different things, uh, guided meditations a live group session, you name it, he's offering a lot of information. Just go on the website and, and check it out. You talk about that we decode for a life of, of joy. So part of it is what we are clarifying that we, we expand our ability to see. You know, we can have this clearer uh, perception of things and see things from many different points of view and perspectives as, as you were were saying one of the ideas that you talk about a lot is is the heart and in this book you address learning to communicate from your heart do you want to elaborate on that a little
2: bit yeah when i i always use everything as a metaphor and when i get the words that come into me they're stored as pictures so uh-huh. i get these beautiful words things and so learning to see speak from the heart when you speak from the heart everything is written in poetry it's just the way that it comes out and every act of kindness you do is like a single note on a symphony here that's what it seems like when you do this small act of kindness but it becomes this beautiful infinite symphony on the other side and it's instant it's it's uh like this sung by a choir of angels for eternity. I don't know any other way to describe the feeling of that, but being plugged into to that. Love is the, the threads that hold the universe together, and we're all connected to that. So when you can speak from the heart and see from the heart, your eyes and your, your, your ears and your voice are all a powerful tool that make that love manifest here. And I see just the amazing thing. So all hearts come in one size large. Make sure yours is filled with love and compassion. And when it overflows with love and compassion, it will accidentally spill over onto everyone else. And that's the way, you know, it works. And I, I just see it. It's, it's like a simple... When I'm telling people some of these things, I feel like I'm saying 1 plus 1 equals 2. <laughs> and, and they're going, oh, my God, you've just solved the, the equation for the universe. And I'm saying, no, I just said smile when you're alone because realize that you never are. <laughs> and that's just, I kind of chuckle when I see because it's, it's become so clear to me, especially uh, since December first, 2012, it's almost as if I see God's math on everything around me. Everything inspires me. I saw a fire extinguisher, and I saw the word respiratory, and the words came in, you'll never have respiratory issues when the air is filled with love. Just breathe and enjoy life.
0: Oh. So you're connecting the dots in a, in a much more defined and, and a metaphysical way. That is, that's really, really beautiful. You're just downloading all this stuff. that's what it's what's beautiful is seeing that um, the permission and that allowing within you that you're just on a roll literally
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's just I mean everything and I, I see it and the biggest thing that I'm a proponent of is volunteerism because when you volunteer there's really no bad experience that can that can come about when you're helping someone else you it's it's almost impossible to feel bad while you're helping someone in that sense if you're giving and you truly give with all of your heart there's no way that that all that comes back to you tenfold it's just this amazing reciprocity with with the universe with everything when i see Somebody reach and extend a hand, and right now, you know, you're you're facing, and we're gonna we're gonna veer that hurricane off the shore. But there are people that need help right now, and you know, the Red Cross is out there. There's different organizations. You know, if you can do anything to help someone, it's just an infinite infinite reciprocity that will come back to you to to ease someone else's life.
0: Absolutely, and we continue to urge people, don't judge what you're able to do. You know, if if a million people get $5, that's a lot of money. So it's, or, you know, if you can just send a few things or do a few things or make a few calls, uh, all of it is part of the inertia of, of changing, of offering inspiration, of Offering a greater sense of life at the end of the day. There's many ways to to do and to give um, in whatever way you can.
2: Yeah, and it's it's all part of it. It's um, you know when you give on that level, uh, no matter what, it's it makes a difference. And you think about the perspective. If you lost everything today, a loaf of bread would be the world to you. And so try to live each day in that kind of perspective that when you live in gratitude, I wake up and I smile and I think of something inspirational before my my feet hit the floor. That's my daily routine. I do micro meditations at night. Sometimes I do a full meditation. I'm instantly plugged in. I I don't think I've ever been unplugged. So when I close my eyes, um, it's like an x-ray. I can see the other side in some way but it looks like an x-ray to me and i see this light always around us and always coming to us all and you can share that light and that light is in your smile it's a tool that you carry with you every single day you wake up and you should share that smile first with yourself and then with everyone you see and it can probably get you the job that you're looking for. It can get you the raise that you're probably looking for. It can get you out of the depressive state that you might be in because the chemistry will change in your mind. And my good friend uh, Swami Sadashiva Tirtha is uh, is a guru, um, you know, uh, an enlightened person, and he actually went to. Um, the Himalayas and was, was recognized as a Swami. And he's, he's got beautiful books out on, you know, 21 Days to Joy. He's got um, all these amazing concepts of that. But his biggest one is Change the Chemistry in Your Mind by Smiling. Mm.
0: That's, that's really, really powerful. Well, one of the things that's happening while we're kind of talking back and forth is... Um, uh, a good friend of mine in, in Kentucky is taking some of the quotes and putting them in the comment section. But I'm, I'm also aware that, you know, we, I want to do a show with you that we just allow the, the quotes to download with us and go <laughs> back and forth because it's just, it's so magical when we get together as we're talking about and you're talking about, you know, people with needs and significant needs right now uh, from these storms. I was thinking um, you can um, you can pray. You can always do something. You can pray, you can pay, or you can play. You know, you can literally put on your boots and go out there and play with them and help and support and, you know, do different kind of things that way. But there's always something that, that can be done. And, you know, often I think people um, refer to prayer like it, it's either like, well, that's, that's an – That's kind of understood, isn't it? Well, uh, prayer is calling in the now, you know, the essence of the eternal now right here, right now. And uh, prayer is tremendously powerful. Often it it exceeds um, science, it exceeds uh, medical, it exceeds predictions and all those kind of things. So even if you feel right now you're not in a position to pay or to play, pray a lot, you know, Join the prayer team and, and get right. fully engaged and enrolled in that. So that's a very powerful thing.
2: Yeah, I spoke to a nun at the Tresian house where my dad was, was staying after he had his stroke. And um, she came over to me and I said, Sister, do you know what the best instant messenger service is in the universe? And she looked up at me and I said, prayers,
3: <laughs>
2: she just started laughing. She hugged me and said, oh, my God, I, can you write all these down? So I started putting them in her little inbox. Every time I'd stop by, I'd write, like, a little beautiful quote and put put it in there. But um, I have a different way of praying. It's not that, you know, I look for things like say, oh, please uh, do this for me. I start by asking, what can I do while I'm here for you to serve that that mission and if you can clear this obstacle out of my way, it better clears my path for me to be able to do that. Or if you can help bring light to this family and these and healing here, it can yes. better serve what I can do for you, or keep keep uh, you know me safe so that I can do the work that I need to do and get the message out.
0: That's really powerful, uh, Robert, because you're you're really taking it from my way to the highway, uh, the highest way. Of it, of the answers and the solutions to reveal themselves. That's really great. I, I love that. So you're, instead of praying to, praying about, you're, you're sitting in the question of, of the possibilities. That's good stuff. Uh, you're a
2: keeper. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm doing my so, best. It's, uh, so it's not so an you, easy road, but.
0: <laughs> yes, you are. Absolutely. Um, in your new book that so many people have already pre-ordered and uh, others are doing so, and even as we speak, Soul Ciphers going to the website Soul Ciphers c y p h e r s dot com. You make a make mention also when we're decoding a life of hope and happiness that it's it's also t- teaching us how to discover our true worth. Do you give some examples of that? Um, tell me more about that particular uh, concept.
2: Well, I have a good friend of mine who shared this amazing story where she she had body images and, you know, self-worth images and just, you know, uh, she was bullied in, in junior high and high school. So when she was getting her wedding dress, she couldn't find one that fit her. And even though the, she was a normal-sized person, all the, the wedding dresses were for, like, runway models in this store. And she kept trying. She tried on 100 dresses. She was so frustrated. She was about to leave. And she finally found a dress. She put it on, and she went up. And, you know, the, the, they have all those mirrors around you. So her yes. mother's looking at her and the, and the person in the dress shop. And she was horrified because she just didn't want to even see herself in the mirrors. And the dress split open on the back. And it almost it fell open, and she was just uh, about to break down, crying, and she started losing it. And she heard this little voice off to the side say, look, Mommy, there's Cinderella. Oh. <laughs> and
1: <laughs> it changed her
2: perspective, story. yes. <laughs> and uh, that alone, <laughs> you know, I told that to a group of high school students at a conference I was speaking at. And about twenty of the girls came over crying, huh. and said that story just changed my life.
0: Oh my gosh, that is so powerful! I'm thank you for sharing that. That's incredible. Um, by the way, um, Swami Shadashiva Tirtha is also on with us and says that you are a keeper, also. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, he's a keeper, too. He's an amazing um, psychic medium as well, and he just has an amazing message in the world. It's um, just his message is joy, joy, joy. And he lost his family at an early age, at 19. They were killed in a a horrible car accident. And this is the guy that's teaching joy, joy, joy in the world. Talk about transcending something. Amazing. And he wears all orange because that's the, uh, the color that... The monks would wear uh, as a swami. So here he's in um, the the west, so he wears Western clothes. Well, orange to to do that, but orange for him is the color of joy. So he's the orange man.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's great! Well, um, Robert, um, hook us up because I'd love to have Swami on the radio show as well. So absolutely, I (laughs) I will make. And you will love him,
2: and, and your 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 audience will love him too. He's an amazing okay. soul, and he's done so much for me as well.
0: Well, you know, when we when we look at the path, and we we talk about the the path of the the Buddha, and I I certainly would need to paraphrase um, some of the understanding of that. But you know, from much pain comes much joy, and. That is a, a person, an individual that is willing to go through the process. I've had, you know, some people say to me in a in a in a conversation, uh, "You have the deepest laugh." You know, I, how did you, you know, get that deepest laugh? And I go, "Well, because I've had deepest pain, deepest pain." You know, it's like because there there is something to be said with that that um, when you can sit in that essence to, to go to that well of death, you discover the depth of, of other feelings as well. Depth of pain leads to great depth of joy. And um, it's a very powerful thing.
2: Yeah, and, you know, I've been at rock bottom myself. That's when I had my divine experience. Was um, I had hit rock bottom just prior to that. And I realized when I was there, there are two things at rock bottom: the bottom and the way out. And you need to look up to see the way out. It's where that. the light.
0: Why don't you say yeah. that?
2: Again? <laughs> at rock bottom, there are two things: the bottom and the way out. You just need to look up. To see the way out, because that's where the light is. And when you finally transcend through that, and let's say you were in a hole in the ground and putting things in perspective, that's rock bottom. But when you're standing at the edge of the hole, the hole doesn't appear that bad. And when you go to the top of the mountain, it just becomes a little speck, and then you can see the entire valley that you had to cross through. So everything in life is about your perspective on it and how you view it and how you allow yourself to view it because when you are at the summit um, you're the closest to heaven when you're at the peaks but we still have to go through those valleys because that's what life is about and when you actually go through the valley and you look at it from the mountaintop the valley is beautiful isn't it It's, it's just a lush forest of things even though you feel like you're lost in the trees when you're in there but when you're on a mountain looking at it it's a whole different perspective
0: so say that one more time when you have hit rock bottom Yes. (laughs) (laughs) you
2: are yes. <laughs> the you <laughs> if, you're, to... if you're at rock bottom, and trust me, my feet were firmly planted on that, you will find two things there, the bottom and the way out. And the way out, you need to find by looking up, because that's where the light is. And that's the way out. And that's what I did. I looked up in figurative, uh, as well as physically looking up at my own life and realizing I, I did have something to give to this world. Yeah. And I was saved for a reason, and this is the path I've been on. I, I feel like every day is a gift because it was given to me. Because I I shouldn't be here. I I was about probably within three months of ch- what I call checking out without my bags. <laughs> I get
0: that. I, I I really get that. Did you did you have a sense that you didn't feel you belonged, Robert?
2: No, it wasn't that. It's just that everything came crashing down in such a short period of time that it, you know, when I look back on it, it doesn't seem quite as bad as as it was. But my whole life seemed to fall apart. I was a straight A student. I was almost kicked out of college because I stopped caring about everything. Um, I lost uh, several friends to suicide and to horrible car accidents. One was with a motorcycle and a van. Another one was with a train and a car and this happened within a three-month period and then the only structure I had was my girlfriend and then we broke up and it was a horrible breakup and I just went off the rails I just said what's the point of life And, and just got really jaded about everything and the one question that was answered was why do we help other people like what is the point if we're all just gonna die anyway and what's the point of extending life or having doctors and so on I mean I really got pretty dark and the answer was given to me that every act of kindness truly matters. Every act of kindness feeds the universe with light. And if I am ex- if I was to explain it in layman's terms, it would be, if you don't feed the light, then everything goes into a black hole. So the collective conscious of everything, of how it is, is love. And love is that light. And that's what holds everything together. And every smile you share, every little gesture you do is an amazing part of that collective and that's what we're here for it's love love has no walls it cannot be conquered love has no boundaries it's always open and love has no limits because it has no end
0: you cannot love
2: from the bottom of your heart because there is no (laughs) bottom you know I I can speak Italian that's correcto (laughs)
0: That's correct. I know. I can speak southern, and I say amen. Absolutely, hallelujah, no doubt about it. <laughs> I was just thinking about that, of that, that, that very question, and I've I've been with children that say that to me, like, you know, it just doesn't make any sense. You know, this whole point, this life thing, and then we, you know, we got we die, and we're going to die anyway, and you know, what's the point, and all that, and I. I, 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 too, had that awakening that it, the, the quest is not whether we're going to die or not, because we are, it's more about not dying while we're living, which is what we can have an impact on, which is what our involvement, which is what our joy can bring, um, which is what our our bottom can allow to open. So I, I love that you are, are teaching that to, to so many from that place. You know, it's just a very... A powerful reality. Well, we have, um, I, I know it always surprises me, our time just goes by so quickly, and yes, I do say that from time to time, but um, it goes by faster with you, Robert. Um, what can I say? Um, that being said, um, what, is, what would you like to say um, about your book or you or your work or
2: well, I just absolutely love um, putting these messages out, and I, I just hope that this book, if I if it helps one person, I did my job. That's in the grand scheme of things. It only takes one person to have their life changed, and I know that it will absolutely help many, many people. I'm finally free to be able to talk about my experience so I'm glad that it was able to document it in this. I, I wasn't ready to tell it in my first book and you alluded to that that I was still holding back and I was. I I, I held some things in and I didn't know how the world was gonna take all of this stuff that I was going to put out because I'm like, okay, I just got to trust. I know I'm held, and there's angels guiding us all, so I should just trust it and go with it. And that's the beauty of it. Um, I put the book um, on this pre-order at only 99 cents because I just want as many people to get it, and it comes with some amazing gifts, even from Swami has um, a group-guided meditation on there. Uh, So there's... His book is—he's giving it free. It's Twenty One Days um, to Joy, downloadable. So there's some amazing pieces, and I just—the joy and and knowing that this is out in the universe—I can't wait for October third <laughs> to just release this.
0: Oh yeah, that's it, of course you can, and 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 what a uh, a gift of of love within itself that you offer. A book for 99 cents, and you're giving around $300 worth of, of value. And I'm looking online as well at your website, and I see that there also is the, the Our live Group Mediumship Session with uh, Swami. So, wow. Everyone, please respond accordingly. And I thank all of you Intentional Spirits for um, sharing this video with others and sharing it with your, your friend pages And things like that. It really helps to get the word out. And because of you, we are so fortunate that we're featured all over the world. I'd love to hear feedback from you and your comments and staying in touch. I also love to hear what kind of guests that you'd like to have, such as so many of you asking us to have Robert back. Uh, We just want Robert to continue to be Regular and uh, Robin, uh, Robert, my friend Kim is saying, "Well, can't we go another ten minutes?" <laughs> <laughs> we, we have other shows that um, will be airing right after ours. So, if you if you like these type of topics and you want to know more, please join me at templehays com. Find out the various activities and the trips and the different things um, you know that we offer and that we do, or join us on firstunity org. We're so appreciative of all of you that support uh, Unity Online teachings. Uh, Unity Online Radio truly is the voice for an awakening world, and we have many, many hosts and, and different subjects and different topics. We are so blessed, uh, Swami. It's been a pleasure having you with us today. I can just feel your vibration coming through the computer. Um, my computer is kind of making noise in the in the background. And I definitely give thanks to Robert for the introduction. And not only want to get to know you more myself, uh, because I I feel that vibration, uh, but also want to share you with uh, the intentional spirits that that are listening. We have the greatest group of people that join us on radio here, and they share our our show, and they interact, and it's just really, really a a blessing. It just really touches my, my heart. Um, my heart is open with you, Robert Clancy.
2: (laughs) Well, I give it right back to you.
0: In the love vibe, that teenager in the love vibe. (laughs) Who needs to sleep? Who needs to eat? Let me just say, oh, you can't ever give and thank you from the bottom of your heart because there is no bottom. What a blessing to that all the way around, all the way around. What are your closing words today, Robert?
2: Just, um, you know, every renewal creates an opportunity for abundance. So whatever you're going through, never be afraid to grow in a new direction because that's what life's all about. And you think about every object on this planet, it reaches for the light. And that's why we're here.
0: Very, very powerful. Namaste, Robert.
2: Namaste, and it's sending you all the love from my heart. So that's everything. You got the whole universe.
0: That's it. All the all the love, and um, all of you. Thank you for the prayers for our our U.S. islands and everything with this um, blessed Irma. Let's uh, make her feel loved so she can go away. <laughs> <laughs> All right. God bless you, everyone, on this amazing journey that we call life. Thank you so much for making a clear decision that this lifetime, this time, right now, you live as an intentional spirit because it is from those intentions that you are a difference maker and you are changing the world in the way of knowing, first of all, that the best thing that we can offer the world is the greatest of us and giving ourselves permission
2: deliver our mess mission god bless you thank you robert you're welcome
1: thank you for tuning into the intentional spirit seeing and being with reverend temple hayes join us every wednesday at 1 p.m central for tools and simple applications which will support you from being alive to fully living this program is brought to you in part by First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida. To learn more about this ministry, go to www.unitycampus.org or www.templehaze.org. This is Reverend Ellen Devonport at Unity Village. Unity is supporting our friends who are dealing with the aftermath of Hurricane Harvey. Unity of Houston has offered to be a clearinghouse for donations that it will use to help others in the area. Or you could give to the Red Cross or other agencies, or just Google Harvey how to help. But the most powerful thing you can do is to pray. Call Silent Unity 24-7 at 1-800-NOW-PRAY or go online to unity.org. We are all one, and we will get through this together.
0: Every moment we live can be holy, and all we need to do to experience that state is to make the decision to do so. Everything we do can be a prayer, and by using our innate creativity with intention, in every aspect of our lives, that can indeed be true. Author Carla Cannon wrote, Creativity is so much more than art making. It is a tool for navigating through everyday experiences to find the sacred in each God-given moment. Discover Creative Spirit. Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Central Time and experience the joy of connecting to spirit through creative expression.
3: Have you ever noticed that when you cheat or lie or don't support a friend and then realize what you've done, an inner alarm goes off? It's a kind of moral wake-up call. You know you've done wrong and you don't feel good about it or about yourself. By experiencing the emotions and accepting the consequences of what we've done, we can begin to accept and change ourselves. When you know you've done wrong, admit the truth, even if it's only to yourself and one other person, perhaps a counselor or minister. Then, if there's a way to make amends, to set the situation right, do so and clear the air finally renew your commitment to live in your own integrity when you do you'll benefit with good health good relationships and self-esteem
0: this message has been brought to you by the association of unity churches international to find a unity church near you visit www.unity.org
3: Does the idea of being a vegetarian or a vegan intrigue you? Is it something you've pondered? Listen each week as Victoria Moran, author of Main Street Vegan, shows you how to make the shift to a sustainable lifestyle for both you and the planet. Each week you'll learn about the latest on the vegan life. It's not just for celebrities and moguls, but for people just like you who want to look and feel amazing, eat extraordinary food, help animals, and create a physical body perfectly attuned to spiritual growth. Guests will range from unity ministers to vegan authors, activists, physicians, chefs, and even some of those glittery celebs. There'll be recipes, ideas, tips for going vegan at your own pace, and ways to make a difference for animals and the planet at every meal. Tune in Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Central Time for Main Street Vegan, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
0: Hi, I'm Liz Winter, and I have been a medium and a spiritual development teacher for over 30 years. On my podcast, All Aboard the Medium Ship, I want to share the message with you that there is a wealth of love and comfort available to you from the spirit world. On my podcast, you can experience this comfort and peace for yourself through gentle guided meditations and helpful messages. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you never miss an episode. Part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network.